Hello, everyone. You have Jake and Seth, and we're going to be discussing the 2023 film Tetris, directed by John S. Baird, never heard of him, uh, starring Taryn Egerton, Nikita Efremov, Sofia Lebedeva, Anthony Boyle, and Toby Jones. The film is based on Hank, excuse me, Hank Rogers' uh, acquisition of Tetris from the Soviet programmer Alexei Pejdinov, uh, who was in the Soviet Union at the time. And it is basically about how he is trying to get the licensing rights, negotiating with it, um, negotiating against Maxwell and his son, Kevin Maxwell, for the evil bad guys um, of Mirasoft as well as working against corrupt KGB agents. It's, it, there are a lot of things in play. Uh, the film was made for a budget of $80 million. Um, not, I don't actually have any viewership from, from, from Apple, um, but it's been generally well-received, well uh, 82% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so I think it's been, well, yeah, I'd say it's been well-received. I've been talking a lot. Seth, yeah. target to you. Tetris, what'd you think? Yeah, um, I think going into the movie, I thought it was going to be one thing, and then it ended up being like a couple different things. <laughs> I think early on, um, I was kind of like, oh, this is actually a story about kind of like um, a gunslinging American businessman and him trying to kind of like make his mark here. And so I did think like uh, Taron Edgerton, I believe is his name, like I thought he came across pretty well as the lead character. He's pretty fun to follow. You know, he's got like big balls when he goes into a business meeting. And so I think that's always like kind of fun to watch, um, you know, the American businessman try to make things work. But then it also kind of turned into this movie that was actually more about like <laughs> the end of the Cold War in Russia and like the politics involved and what what some of those politicians were actually trying to do as opposed to sort of like save their country. A lot of people were trying to kind of cash out and make money and get out before the fall happened, which they all knew was like inevitably coming. And so it kind of like, I'm not quite sure it knew what it wanted to be or what it wanted its morals to be. Um, Cause it, like, it, and at the same time, like, I mean, I've played Tetris, you've played Tetris. And like, I thought it was going to be kind of more about the actual game, but it's really more about like the business behind the game, which is fine. But I don't know, like uh, it, it was watchable. Um, I, I wasn't, knocked out by it though again i think it was totally it was kind of like in a couple different places i felt completely blindsided by the trailer i i, I first of all, i couldn't agree more i was uh i i will say this i think the film is generally enjoyable however based this could be my own issue and i totally accept it could be my own issue of false expectations but even the first few minutes of the film are misleading. It's him explaining it to his boss, trying to get the money for it. And yeah. it just is like, I don't know. It just felt like a funny, passionate, quirky story that could have this like Wolf of Wall Street meets the aviator meets social network meets, meets war dogs vibe. Like I wasn't really like, it felt <laughs> like they were going for this kind of like manic energy. Yeah. And, but then they drop the cold war element into it and it just like completely like it really felt like pun intended chilled the room like it and they could never get up from the mat and like they just decided to become like what was it 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 was ultimately just a back and forth negotiation where like honestly i i didn't know the story but i knew they weren't going to make a movie about 
the Soviet Union winning or this guy losing. So, like, I was just like, we all know how it was going to end. So, like, the, the negotiation aspect was kind of boring. And, like, to your point, the political standpoint, like, the political element was, like, I mean, the question I had was, like, the movie felt half pregnant. Like, either it should have been much yeah. darker and, like, almost been, like, an action, like, thriller, like, which is, again, a different movie, but, like, that's that probably should have been. Or should have been what they were supposed to be in the first four minutes and have it be fun. Or, like, you can make it, like, a dramedy. You're right. The, yeah, the that early part had a lot of kinetic energy, and it did kind of feel like the social network or something like that, where things were moving fast. There's characters coming in. You're kind of like, who's involved with this? Who owns the, the, the game? And, like, they really kind of threw a bunch of characters at you really quickly, and they had a really rapid pace going. But then as soon as they get to Moscow, you're right. Everything kind of, like, slows down, and they kind of lose that energy. And it turns into, like, you know, him developing a relationship with the creator of the game, which is kind of like, okay. Um, but, yeah, can we, I, I can we... they needed to keep the ball rolling as opposed to, like, slowing it down. Can we quickly talk about that? Like the way he breaks through with him is take me out, take me to the place you go. Yeah. And like they just go out, get drunk. I, I, I do know that's how business works. Like I do, like that's, I'm not sitting here saying like that's ridiculous, but that's how you did it. Like, spoiler alert, we just watched Air. And like, usually, like, I, I just like for them not to have anything more substance. This is what this is what blew my mind about the movie. The speech he gave his boss at the beginning of the film was the most passionate the film was about Tetris. Yeah. And he never even gets close to that passion when he's pitching the guy later. And that for me just causes a huge disconnect. And also the guy who played the creator, I'm sorry, like I'm not uh, maybe it was the the writing, he wasn't good. Like <laughs> Russians moping about Russia like oh nobody sees the beauty of Russia anymore. People would like I'm sorry, like they always like that's Russia we, we got you've been doing that forever that's like russian literature forever like we got uh and also the other thing too like yeah just like i don't know like we're talking about wanting to do too much first of all there's also like a a family drama in here with yeah. like and also can can i just do we agree is hank the worst father ever like risking his life like all the chances he's taking for this like and yeah we know it works out but like i'm not I don't judge other parents. Well, to, yeah, to risk, I think at one point he like risks his house or something. Yeah, for, for like the for the game and like it's not a done deal by any means at that point. And like, yeah, I, I do think. He, I mean, again, he's supposed he's to negotiating be negotiating with the Soviet man. Union. He's yeah. negotiating with the Soviet Union. Like it's it, it can go wrong so many ways. It, <laughs> It just, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Seth. No, yeah, but I mean, I know it's like he's supposed to come across as this ballsy guy, and I think that's part of it. It's like, oh, he risked his, his house on this thing. Like, he's all in. He's got to he's gotta make it happen, or like he's going to be homeless with, with his kids or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, like, again, I was fine with his character for the most part. I kind of liked him. Um, but you're, <laughs> I think you're right about the Russian guy who was the creator of the game. Like, I don't think he was bringing a lot to the table um, for me. I mean, I know he's like you're right. He's kind of like this mopey Russian guy that's lamenting, like we, you know, he wasn't sympathetic enough to be tragic, like to be effective, to be tragic, and he wasn't charismatic yeah. enough to be likable. Like I just think yeah. that's like bad, and that's the writing. That's not his fault. But I think there needs to be some, like fun. drier humor with him or something, where it's like he says a few, where you're like, oh, I get why you know our main character is trying to like you know be like I don't know. You're right. Like I'm not quite sure if the guy didn't make Tetris that they would ever be friends. You know. 
the game is so colorful and vibrant. Like, why wouldn't he be? It just doesn't make like well, he's not any more colorful or vibrant. I just, I didn't love that. Um, and the other thing, I just, well, I guess there's two quick things. First of all, like talk about the the dramatic of it. Like, maybe it wouldn't have worked if they tried to go even darker. Um, but I think like. Maybe it goes like even like maybe it's almost like a parody level because I, every time it got serious, like every time the gangsters came in, I'm like, "Hey, you better give us this deal or we'll kill you." And then I'm like, getting, and I'm getting into it. I'm like, "Oh," and then they're like, "Or else we'll take Tetris." I'm like, "Tetris?" <laughs> it just takes it takes me out of the moment. Every time they said Tetris, it totally cut the like it literally diffused the scene, and it and it just made me it really hurt the movie and I and. Like, even, you don't need to say Tetris in every scene. Say the game. Like, it just was, like, it was kind of bad movie making. We talked about this a lot with streamers. This is another yeah. movie that I I really think a few tweaks. And it's not, I'm not saying, I mean, I looked. It actually was seen by, like, 3 million households in the first couple days or something. Like, it seems like it did well. Apple knows what they're doing. They're, they're doing just fine with the iPhone. I'm not worried about them. <laughs> uh, and Taryn Egerton, Edgerton's doing great, too. But, like, just from, like, a fan standpoint, I like to see good movies. And like, as we talk about, you watch older movies, like, oh, I'm not saying movies are, were always great, but like the quality of movies on streaming is bad. Like just from like an editing standpoint, and I'm going to get off this soapbox right now, but how no one in the edit was laughing at Tetris every time the Russian characters were saying Tetris in the middle of a scene. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was, this is why I wish I saw it in a theater because I just couldn't, help the laugh every time they said it i don't know i mean yeah you're right i don't know i i do think when they put these streamers together it's a different process i don't know how much they test screen it with like test audiences to to see that kind of stuff um but i mean t- there's also like there's I the other element yeah, it's, it's, no, ser- I, seriously because yeah. i think that's how they save money on the marketing aspect because I, I think I'm, they're just like, like if you hear, if you kind of do research on older movies, you're like, there's a lot of changes that happen when they do test screen. There are endings that have been changed. Yeah. There are jokes that are taken out. There's all kinds of stuff that happens when they get re, like real reactions on test screenings. And so I actually think that's an important part of like the post-production and everything. That's um, fair. That's a yeah. very fair, that's a very fair comment. Um, the other element that's occurring in the movie, is kind of like the, it's, it's like the, the big business owner and his son and Toby Jones, right? Like there, that's the other American element who's also kind of like the antithesis of British, um, kind of editor, Edgerton character. British. Right. British people. Right. That changed 1776, my friend. Right. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but that whole part of it, like. Toby Jones, you know, I like Toby Jones. Um, I'm not sure if if I needed more of him or less of him in this movie. Where, where did you stand on him with this one? As a five-foot power broker in Russia, he, he fell short for me. Pun intended again. Um, no, I mean, like, I like Toby. I really do like Toby Jones. I actually just watched uh, Captain America's uh, Winter Soldier the other day, and he's a little cameo in there. He's great. No, he, I really do like Toby Jones. He's an excellent actor. Um, You're right. Maybe he was miscast a little bit. But he's phoning in. He's doing like Toby Jones's 
he's doing the Russian villain thing they're all doing in this. They're, they're Russian and they're a little, little <laughs> Um And I say that, I'm joking, there are, there are good Russian characters. There's the inventor, his wife. There are also some very, there's some nice, like, honorable Soviet people as well. There's like, a strange letter too that's like a double agent or something. Oh, wait, oh, wait, that reminds me. So, yeah. The love triangle. There's like a translator, and like the whole movie, I'm I'm not picking up anything. And at the very end, like they're about to be like people are trying to kill them. They're about to lose it. Everything. The walls. They gotta get on the plane. It it turned into Argo at the end. And then she kisses him, and like I was just and she was yeah she was a double agent or a triple agent, but she kisses him, and I was just completely like, wait, what? Like was there? Like, I get, like, okay, she's an agent, she's supposed to throw him off her game. But, like, just from, like, a storytelling standpoint, like, I, I, she's pretty, but I really didn't pick up any vibes between them the whole movie. Like, did I miss that stuff? No, I, like... I thought the kiss was kind of out of nowhere, honestly. I didn't, I mean, I guess, like, I should have seen it coming when she's the translator, because, like, what, you know, of course they're going to put an agent in as the translator and figure out everything that's going on, like... That made total sense. Um, I honestly, I think my head was in another place when I was watching because I wasn't anticipating it to be this like KGB spy political thing in the, in the second and third act. So like when I see her as the translator, I'm like, oh okay, translator. That makes sense. We're in Russia, you know. I wasn't I wasn't like anticipating what was happening. I guess, but then for it to kind of like shake out the way it did, and also like she's the one character that apparently like really cares about russia and is like this is the right thing like we do yeah this she's the last one she's like, it's like why do you care about russia like the whole country's falling apart right now everybody's like you know under the thumb of the kgb i couldn't i couldn't quite figure out like the patriotism that she had american <laughs> silly american with your fancy coffees oh i don't understand russia so actually, I'm sorry. That's incredibly offensive. I actually, I, I really do not know Russia or, or Russian people in any way with my accent. If it makes you feel any better, I do. It I think like it's supposed to like the creator of, of the game too. Also, like has this vision of like Russia as this other thing that's not like what the Soviet Union is or something. And so I guess there's some, you know, longing for Mother Russia to be something better than what it is at the moment. Well, to that point, I mean, there is a Russian culture that is bigger than the Soviet Union and that sure, that yeah. is bigger than the government. And, like, that's the one thing, like, Russian culture hasn't gone anywhere. You still have the great literature. Like, you, you've everything the, the everything that's great about Russia is still there because it's the people and your culture and the history. Like, that's the way I view it. And, like, th- that was the other thing, too, is, like, an oversimplification. Like, and we know how it's worked out and, like, how the the former democracy that took over wasn't all that great in Russia either. It was like kleptocracy, whatever. We don't need to go in that history lesson, but uh, the other, like, yeah, it just was like, it was just weird. Like, oh, Soviet, Soviet's bad. Capitalism, good. Like, that's it. Like, all's good. And it's like, it was also kind of like, I don't know. It was just weird with the timing, especially with everything going on now with Ukraine. It was like... It was, yeah, that was an odd... I'm like I don't I don't really get it. Like I just was. It didn't seem like the movie wanted to make a big statement, even though they're getting into the politics and what's happening. Like it didn't seem like they wanted to make a real statement or anything like that. Um, and I mean, again, it's like it's a game about or it's a movie about a game, right? And so it's like I kind of thought like if that's what's happening, like at the end, you kind of want the game to represent something more. 
But at the end, I still felt like, oh, Tetris, cool game. Like, really fun, addictive game. Like, I didn't feel like they made it, it like, created that metaphor. And be like, oh, now, now I understand what Tetris really means. It's about this part of Russian culture or something. Like, I don't think they made that connection, you know? And so by the end, I'm just like, yeah, the game was awesome, you know? Good thing we stole it out of Moscow. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a great point. There, they, there was no... And, like, maybe it doesn't exist, but, like, that's what you're paid to do as a writer. Like, you create a narrative yeah. or, like, a correlation. And, I mean, I'm... Again, we're not writers uh, by trade, but just spit on, spinning off the top of our head. Why can't the falling bricks be just the... It could be the problems the Soviet Union deals with or he deals with daily. Something. Or it's, like, all yeah. the issues that Hank... Yeah, yeah. It's how Hank's negotiating. And it's, like, what... That's how he, like... Why isn't Hank explaining the philosophy behind that? I'm not saying this is what I just said, but like Hank explaining the philosophy behind Tetris should be how he convinced them. Like, quick aside, yeah. the, the way the creators of Game of Thrones were able to get George R. Mar- George R. Martin's permission, where he asked them two questions, and he apparently asked everyone who came to them these two questions. And it was basically deep lore questions, like deep, un- open ended questions about his story. And if they got them right, he would say, yeah, and they both, and they answered the questions correctly, so he ended up giving them the right, so it's like, great, not that you have to do that, but, like, there's precedent for that, like, that's, like, not only, like, historically, but, like, it makes sense, like, and also it was just a cool story, like, that's, like, they didn't do that, like, it's, it was just weird, like, this whole movie is about the negotiation, and it's, like, not really, it's, like, the negotiation is pretty straightforward, like, it's actually really about kind of, like, backhanding but then it, there's not enough time spending spent with him like maneuvering them it just is weird it's like it, it was weird also the villains i did not like the villains the, the billionaires were not yeah they were just so thin and so evil like they were it, very smug and british and yeah it was kind of one note i agree i don't think there was a lot <laughs> Also, the whole thing, like, literally, he like that's the, the check they go bankrupt on, or, like, the first one that bounces is the one for the, the Tetris. Like, everything about it was, like, yeah. oh, he's a bad guy. Oh, he's in debt. Oh, they're going bankrupt now. It's just, like, do we need this? Like, the Soviet Union wasn't enough. The fall of the Berlin Wall, like, we needed these guys. Like, it just felt like... <laughs> so, like, the guy banks so hard on his friendship with Gorbachev, and they even have a scene with Gorbachev it goes nowhere, and so I kind of wondered if we needed all that kind of like all the Gorbachev talk in the first place. <laughs> hey, Seth, um, I'm just some Yahoo who's living up in Boston, but even I know there was the Politburo. There was like a literal Politburo that was basically the body that ran the Soviet Union. So I don't know anything, but I know that the Politburo is who you really want to get on your side, and not the premier of a falling and failing empire. Like that's. <laughs> And the movie again. I'm not, and I actually I don't mean to be. The the movie's really not that bad. Um, I'm really just kind of being cheeky here. Um, It just was like simple things like that. Like it was just like I think it could have been better. I mean, I'm not quite sure what I would have changed. Or I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe it should have just been like a darker thriller. Like that might have played better with all the like the political KGB stuff happening in Moscow. I mean, if you have a love triangle, like have the love triangle like have it be like i don't know like this is the other thing well they have that weird car chase too where like they're trying to make it a thriller um i I don't know if it would have worked because again i think every time they said tetris i think i would laugh 
And I, th- I do think it's kind of hard. But with that being said, like, it doesn't have to be. Like, so I do kind of blame them because, like, everyone who knows Tetris, like, no, this is a billion-dollar property. I still play Tetris. Like, it's incredible. <laughs> like, it's a great game. And also, like, it truly is an addictive game. Like, I just... Yeah. There is something about it. Um, it's very satisfying when you solve the puzzles and stuff. It's also very frustrating when you get, like, in a row with it. And there, I mean, I there's but something... But when you like, lose, you don't feel happening. bad. Like yeah. if you can lose, like you're you're always gonna lose. It's a game where you're 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 gonna lose, but like you don't really feel that bad. You just want to play again. And like I don't yeah. know, it's yeah. I don't feel that way with every game. No, and like I do remember as a kid playing it um, on my old NES um, and wondering because like you'd beat a level right, and like you'd get that kind of like Russian music, and then you'd see like this Russian sort of castle, yeah. and I do remember thinking like, why is this all? Russia, like I, I couldn't make the. I was just on like this is weird. I remember asking, I was like, "Where is this?" Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know. I just, I, I think I understood it as Europe. It's part of. I mean, when you're playing Super Mario Brothers, though, you're like, okay, this is the Japanese take on like Italian plumbers. Like, there's very like those early games <laughs> are culturally very strange. Wow, talk about clash of cultures. The Japan, the and I don't mean this, but both beautiful cultures, but very different mainland japan and 1980s inner inner borough italian plumber and family culture it's very <laughs> you can't i, I can't fully the, blame them for going caricature i don't know really what they thought those plumbers were doing or like i don't know i'm sure there's deeper metaphors people have come up with about mario but um yeah i did I like all those early games i think culturally because a lot of them are being made in japan tetris is I, the one where I, I wouldn't look too deep into it like russian I would look too deep in it for the Japanese games. There's a Japanese game called Kirby where it's a piece of bubble gum walking around beating people up. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there before I saw. No, I mean, I, again, I think Tetris de- definitely has this Russian feel to it. Um, and, like, there, again, like, there's something sort of mathematical happening with the blocks and your brain and the just the problem solving that's going on and, like, I'm sure smarter people than I like would know what's really happening, but there is like, it's this combination of stuff that it's so simplistic, but it's also just so like addictive to play it. It's unlike any other game, honestly, that I've played. It really, it's kind of cool. Like I don't, I'm totally speculating here, but I feel like it scratches like a geometric and mathematic itch. You know, I don't think think it's fair to say mathematics go into it, but like it's where it stretches, it scratches an itch that I feel like I don't scratch a lot. Like, I don't know what exactly it is, but, it's fun. And it's, I don't know, I really like it. And I remember used to think, thinking too, I remember being like, can you top it out? Like, can you beat it? Like, obviously, as a little kid, every time you play a video game, like, can I beat it? I don't think I ever made it past level three or whatever in Tetris, but I still loved it. Like, it's, I don't know. Great game. Great game. I, yeah, I think the game. I, I don't know where I was going movie. with that thought. I just kind of kind of sputtered out there. <laughs> I mean, the game was better than the movie. Is kind of my final take, where it's like, if you're gonna spend two hours with something involving Tetris, like play the game. <laughs> I would agree. I would definitely play the game. Um, one thing I do want to note about Taron Egerton, though, and I do kind of blame him. I don't want to say I blame him, but so I, I was listening to the watch recently. Uh, uh, the the Bill Ringer, excuse me, the, the Bill Simmons podcast. Yes. He's talking about Steven Seagal and his films and how <laughs> what worked for him initially um, was kind of his like whole per- personality. 
but as the time went on, his like inability to laugh at himself or his characters to have like any real flaws, like it, it ultimately shortened his career because he that's just not a, a good character. Those don't make for good movies. Like you need texture. Well, Ter- I yeah, I mean, my take on Seagal, I don't think I, well, should, let's just let's focus. The focus is that Steven sure. Seagal played one character all the time and he was always yeah. perfect. He never got beat up. He never lost a fight. He never was never bloody. He was always like, however, Steven Seagal wanted him to be. I have a feeling Taron Egerton is falling into that same trap because he's the same guy in every movie. He's charming. Every every girl wants to have sex with him, but he's honorable. He's not going to do it. Like he is super capable. Um, everyone loves him. He always does the right thing. Like it just is like he's not. There's no Hank Rogers. The bad things about him aren't given any like room to breathe. So he. I, I like Taron Egerton or Egerton, whatever his name is. I do think he's really charismatic, and I think the movie works because he's a great actor. Yeah. My concern is he's not he, his roles are never great because his characters don't have like a darkness to them. That, I guess that's what I would say. And I'm sorry for cutting you off again, and I'm going to shut up now. I agree. I mean, I liked him in this movie. Um, I think he's probably one of the few bright spots of the movie. Honestly, like I, I don't know that I would like. I've kind of hung in there with the movie as long as I did if if I wasn't kind of like vibing with him as the lead character. Um, but I think you're probably right too. Like, I don't know that he has shown a lot of range or can kind of like play outside of himself a little bit or take a turn and kind of do something different. So that's probably something he should, he should probably like try to branch out and do. Um, but again, you know, if you're getting lead roles by kind of being yourself, I don't think there's a, a huge problem with that. No, I mean, not. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> so, Are you a fan of those, so... like, Kingsman movies? Are you a fan of those movies? I liked the first one, but I didn't like the second one because it was exactly what I said. He's this perfect character. It's just not, it wasn't a good movie. And he his like character just became weird... stale. I feel like they're this weird celebration of, like, British culture or something i I can't i couldn't quite put my finger on it when i watched the movie but i was like this is very british people being proud of something well well in the second one there's like there's a very clear critique on americans it's a little bit like come on pal like let's 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 keep the americans let's keep your powder dry pal (laughs) we we know where we can all all of our issues were your issues first um but uh (laughs) no i mean also the one thing i'll one quick thing i'll quickly say the idea that Taron Egerton is truly this perfect human and he's getting those roles because that's who he is, poppycock. No, he's um, uh, the, not that you were saying that, but um, the no, it's I, I my problem with Taron Egerton is I liked him in The Kingsman, but he's been that character in every. Yeah, it's it's that character. It's and that one he is, and we talked about Peggy Sue before, but that's basically him. And like it's a little bit like in this film, like he he smiles and gets what he wants, and that's fine. That's cool. And if that's the character he wants to play, hey, it's worked for Tom Cruise. It's worked for Matthew McConaughey. It's not also not to say he can't do this for 10 years and pivot. Like, he's a, yeah, I do think right. he's a really like, good I, Yeah, I, I think you're right. Like, he could do this for a while and just kind of turn out some stuff. But I think, you know. He is a movie star. Like, I do think he yeah, has that movie star yeah, yeah. appeal. I, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, go out and play a villain or something like that. Like, just kind of give it, switch it up a little bit, I think. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Do you want him to star as Catman in the next Batman? 
that was not what I was thinking, but sure, I'd I'd watch that. Oh, you're, of course, you're. I mean, Catman is one of Batman's. Oh yeah, no relation to Catwoman. I mean, why would he? Um, but and also not very threatening. Has some cat-like powers, but not like a lion or anything like a regular cat. Um, and I, you think I'm joking, and I'm not. This is a real cat. There's a Catman in Batman. All right, I'm gonna shut up. That's not a funny joke. Nobody else cares. Nobody else knows about Catman. Um, that's for if Dave Camino is listening to this, he'll get it. We always joke about Batman's just weak villains. I'm like riffing off my own inside joke that I never even got to. You want Taron Egerton to be in a comic book movie film? I get it, Seth. I think he would. I think he'd fit right in to the DC or the MCU. I think I'm sure there's roles for him in, in those areas. Um, have that, yeah, have, yeah, definitely. Be Mister Freeze. America. I don't know. Yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> Mister Freeze. Ooh, that that actually be kind of cool if they went with the younger Mister Freeze? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know he's supposed to have like a dead wife. Maybe he's got to be a little older. Yeah. I also just like the voice of the Mr. Freeze in the animated cartoon, The Deep. He just needs to have that voice. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing it right. I can tell by your your reaction. You're not having the right you're not having the right response to Gravita. Um all right. Anything else we want to talk about here? Uh no, I think we I think we hit it. I mean, it's it it, it was an attempt. I I don't think they quite succeeded in what they were trying to do, but wasn't the worst movie ever watched at the same time. I'm glad they swung. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. It's like a fine movie. So it's funny. Like, interesting. Taron Egerton explained it as being similar to, like, the tone of the social network. And I guess that's fair. Like, it definitely went the more serious route. And I probably... Parts of it were. Like, I... I, yeah. I definitely that first act has that going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the second and third act, not sure what they're doing. <laughs> So quickly wanted to ask you as just a quick random question that I feel like no one else cares about. But this film had a budget of $80 million. Wow. And I do get that with a pre you're you're paying a premium. I do know that the streamers are paying basically like a hundred percent. They're paying double. There's a premium. Sometimes it's 3x and the reason for that is if this because if it were make a movie if we're going to go to the movie if we're going to go to theaters generally those movies make 3x as we talked about you make about 3x to turn a profit so to make the the economics work that there's a premium 80 million dollars for this film where it's really just taron egerton and toby jones as like real bankable stars there's no there's no like tracking shots. All of the setting shots are Tetris. It's like it, Tetris animations. All of the like, cut all, scenes. yeah. I mean, it's almost all interiors too. I'm not quite sure where that money. I mean, it looks like a fifteen twenty million dollar movie. That's what I say. It's all it's all interior. It's like ninety five percent interiors. All the exteriors are literally like there's no exteriors. All the tracking shots or like quote unquote setting or like transition shots are Tetris animations. And there's like the action. I'm sorry, the action quote unquote action scene with the car chase that I, I'm, I have no idea. I'm not a budget expert. That couldn't have cost that, that, that. They didn't even destroy any cars. Like the most expensive thing for that was probably the all the food 
for all the people they had to feed that night. Like like feeding everyone that night. It wasn't like the the. I mean, I could see some, a lot of that money going to the actors. But again, it's not like a star-studded cast. Like there's two known people. Um, I don't know. That's a. I mean, that's a much higher number than what it looks when you watch it. It's yeah. So I mean, that just that's a theme I'm going to be tapping on a lot. I think my biggest issue with movies recently are that they have way too much money. Like. I think I see this across every movie, like the MCU films that are all made for two fifty. Like you don't need that much money. Like I'm not. Yeah. You, you shouldn't have to make. You shouldn't need three hundred million dollars to make a two hour movie. I'm sorry. Like you just don't. Like it's you and I'm to make. Yeah. A Eighty million dollars for a movie about Tetris. Like. <laughs> that doesn't. Oh, yeah. I don't know where that money. Is. I I didn't know what the budget was, but I would not have guessed over fifty million for sure. So I, I mean, also too, like if you're looking to make, like sometimes if you give a director or a creative team constraints, they'll be more creative. Whereas like if you can just keep throwing money, it's it's not going to be, you know, something that's outside the box. Um, so definitely with those like those Marvel movies that are two fifty piece, it's like, hey, if you did that for a hundred million, would your profit be, you know? I, I think your gains would be probably greater and you probably have similar, you know, product at the end of the day. So I don't know. Necessity is the good. mother of invention. It's actually a quick side note. That's yes. one of the things Bob Iger's doing with Star Wars and all the old movies. He's basically like, we need to get these budgets in check. Like they should I do, I'm a fan of Iger. I'm kind of happy he came back. I'm actually, I think he was kind of up his own butt a little bit when he left. I, you know, I think he's one of these people that really is passionate about, being in the business and so i think it's interesting he came back we'll see if he can kind of get back on the horse and really drive it the way he used to though it's gonna take a couple years um to go yeah. so it's interesting like he's talked about like um, i mean just i think what we're seeing now with marvel and with disney like kind of like the skidding of the last two years this is going back to 2019 when he stepped off and like basically handed off to chopic or chapic like it takes it took two or three years. So I think it's gonna take another two or three years for his for his good work to come into effect. And I mean who knows? I mean that, that's all I yeah, I agree. Um all right, back to Tetris. Ready to score it? Yes, Tetris. Um I'm gonna give it a five. <laughs> oh, that's very generous. <laughs> that's that's much more generous than me. Uh, you know, I liked I liked uh I liked Taryn um whatever his name is <laughs> uh as the lead you know i i thought the first part of the movie was kind of fun um it lost me in the toward the i mean it didn't lose i knew what was going on but i i lost interest as as the movie went as it became more political and more about the fall of the soviet union also it wasn't fully clear to me what they were saying about communism versus capitalism because like the Soviets themselves basically turned into like massive capitalists at the end of the movie. And so not quite sure what they were saying about the two economic systems, but again, I'm not quite sure if there was a message to any of it by the end of it. Um, so yeah, coming in at five again, if I had to spend the two hours again, I'd probably just play Tetris. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give it a film four out of 10. Um, Taron Edgerton is great. It's the film. The, if you're in the mood for a drama, it's it's a fine drama. Like that's the best way to describe it. It just is not what I expected. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, 
Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. It's like a fine film, just not what I expected. I don't expect anyone else to care about the budget. Like, that's certainly not, doesn't affect how I feel about it. I know I would talk about weird things, but like, um, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it, it's a fine film, but that's really it. Like, it's just fine. Like four out of 10. I wouldn't actually recommend it unless you really like Taron Egerton. Agreed. Yeah. Or if you were like a Tetris super fan or something, maybe. What do you, is it Ted head? What, what do you, <laughs> what, what would you call a Tetris fan? Like what's there? <laughs> probably a blackhead i like that right. maniac. i don't know yeah blackheads if you're blackhead watch the movie <laughs> <laughs> ready to say goodbye to your friends seth goodbye friends <laughs>